the climb. Snuggle down and cosy up. For tonight, your adventure takes you on the dizzying journey of the climb. You wake to find yourself high above the ground and overlooking a magnificent landscape. Far beneath you, the still surface of the lake reflects the majestic mountain you are standing on. Its outline is clearly visible against the background of a perfect azure sky. The sun is shining brightly. Occasionally gulls which look like small white clouds skim across the surface of the water. You are standing on a small wooden platform, no bigger than a paving slab. It juts precariously from the wall of rock, but feels secure beneath your feet. You're wearing climbing shoes. They look like ordinary trainers, but the soles are extremely thin, allowing you to feel the rock as though you're wearing no shoes at all. Made from rubber, they have an immense grip. Your hands are bare, save only for the chalk dust you apply from a small pouch that hangs from your waist. Although you are surrounded by the cold air found at high altitudes, climbing is hard work, and as your hands begin to sweat, they will slip. You will need the chalk to dry them. With a final check to make sure your climbing harness is tight and the safety rope is secure, you turn your attention to your task, the climb. The rock is the color and texture of sand, formed from layer upon layer of sediment compressed over millions of years. As you climb from the oldest rock at the base to the youngest at the top, you are traveling through time. The horizontal tiers look like a giant layer cake. In places, the surface has eroded, forming cups and small ledges, perfect for hand or footholds. Casting your eye over the surface, you note the exact location of each potential hand and foothold as you plot a route. This first part of the climb is relatively simple, and you confidently reach for the first handhold. Keeping your body close to the rock, you pull yourself up. Your feet easily find the cups and ledges you identified, allowing your hands the freedom to move higher. And so, alternating between your hands and feet, you scale the rock like a giant lizard. Arriving at the platform, you immediately fasten your safety rope to the carabiner dangling from a metal bolt driven securely into the rock. The carabiner is brightly coloured in neon green and easy to spot. Made of a light alloy, it looks like a large keyring, but it is very strong and will easily take your weight should it need to. Once secure, you stand and examine the next part of your ascent. You are full of energy and eager to continue. 
you can see that the next section will be more difficult. Climbing steadily, you reach the first of the awkward handholds. You are positioned with both hands clutching a small indentation immediately in front of your chest. Both of your feet are together on a small ledge, and you are standing bolt upright. This position is difficult to hold, and it pushes you away from the rock face. You are careful not to lean back too far, so as to not lose your grip. Carefully, you remove each hand in turn and dip them in the chalk bag that hangs from your waist. Then, carefully extending your left leg, you locate a foothold a few feet away. Transferring your weight onto your left foot, you force your body to pivot around like the hands of a clock. Then, releasing your left hand, you reach out as far as you can as your leg becomes fully extended. Your fingers find the new hold. You grip it tightly with all your weight on your left foot and pause, but only for a moment. With your right foot dangling free, your right hand joins your left and you automatically reach for the next hold. This one is much closer and deeper, and you can grip it with your whole hand, making you feel very secure. After a few moments rest, you chalk each hand again, locate a new hold for your right foot, and continue on your way. By the afternoon, you reach the halfway point. You are pleased with your progress and have developed a close relationship with the mountain. At times you have found yourself only centimetres from the tiny alpine flowers that find a home in the smallest of cracks. Earlier, from one of the platforms, you were amazed to spot a lone ibex. These wild mountain goats scale the almost vertical surface of the rock with you are in awe of how well they have adapted to their environment. You are now so high that the lake has shrunk in size, and you can no longer see the gulls or their reflection. Occasionally you come across an abandoned nest and wondered what might happen if it were occupied by some fearsome parent protecting its young. Turning your thoughts back to the climb, you are aware that you are approaching the most difficult section, or pitch. Each one has been progressively more difficult than the one before, and you are reaching the limits of what you are capable of. The rock is eroding significantly, and the handholds are covered in dust and debris. Before you can put your trust in them, you have to make sure they are clean, and that your grip is secure. This means you cannot move in a fluid, seamless motion, 
and are forced instead to pause repeatedly. Hanging by one hand, if only for a few seconds at a time, uses up vital reserves of energy. For the last few meters of the pitch, there are no footholds at all. Using just your hands, you shuffle sideways like a crab, and your muscles start to burn. Your legs dangle beneath you in a vast, empty space of sky, heavy as lead, and you feel your muscles being drained of all their strength. Just as you think you'll have to release your grip and rely on the safety rope to break your fall, you reach the end of the ledge. With an enormous effort, you manage to haul yourself onto the wooden platform, where, once secured to the carabiner, you are exhausted and your heart is thumping in your chest. As the pulsing in your chest subsides and your breathing becomes steadier, you notice a change in the air. Looking up, you see that you are closer to the summit than you thought. There is a fresh breeze blowing across the top of the mountain carrying with it the scent of pine needles. Two more pitches and you will be at the top. After a while you stand and stretch your aching muscles. The sun is high overhead and you are surrounded by golden light. You breathe deeply and fill your lungs with the fresh morning air. You feel invigorated and ready to face the final challenge. To your surprise, the next pitch is easy. There are plenty of places to use as holds and you make rapid progress towards the final platform. Grasping the wooden edge, you are reassured by its rough surface. It provides plenty of grip and you pull yourself up into a standing position. With your safety rope secured to the carabiner, you walk to the very edge of the platform. From here, the sky is a vast ocean of air. You raise your arms wide, close your eyes, and feel like you are flying. Full of confidence and renewed energy, you turn to plot a course on the final pitch. You are pleased to find the climb as easy as the previous pitch. The handholds are frequent, and there are numerous ledges for your feet. It takes only a few minutes for you to make your way around the outcrop and into the cleft, but here you are forced to stop. Inexplicably, the rock changes into a sheer, smooth surface with no possibility of traversing it. Not even a dexterous and sure-footed ibex would dare to cross. Examining the flat rock as it reaches the end of the cleft and extends into the next outcrop, you were distracted by a flash of green and realize there is a carabiner on the rock directly opposite where you are. Here the rock returns to its eroded condition and you can see that this is the way that you must go. There is no alternative but to cross the gap. It is only a meter wide but demands a risky manoeuvre. The difficulty lies in having to rotate your body. 
it would be relatively easy to stretch out your leg and step across the grab, as there is a ledge level with the one you are standing on. But then you would be left stranded across the cleft with no momentum to carry you over. It would be better if the opposite ledge were lower, then gravity would carry you across. You realize that you will have to step across and let go at the same time. By throwing your arm out towards the opposite wall, you should generate enough momentum to take you across. But you will have to grab the carabiner immediately before your own weight pulls you away from the vertical surface. Should that happen, you will fall at least twice your height before the safety rope takes up the slack. You dip your hands in chalk and ready yourself for the manoeuvre. Keeping your eye firmly fixed on the carabiner, you step across the gap. Feeling the subtle shift in the centre of gravity, you throw your arm outwards and reach. As your foot touches the rock, your fingers close around the metal and you begin to flatten your body against the rock. The last of your momentum carries your other arm and leg over and you come to a halt. You are relieved to have made it across, but are quick to secure the safety rope before finally allowing yourself to feel safe. You are filled with a sense of achievement, and a smile spreads across your face. You have shown courage and determination, and have pushed yourself past your own limits. You have to repeat this manoeuvre twice more as you follow the zigzag of the mountain, but eventually you find the vertical surface begins to level out. You begin to scramble on all fours rather than climb, and the rock turns into grass. The air is filled with the scent of pine needles, and you observe fragile butterflies flitting between the sparse alpine flowers. Finally, you stop and lay down on the cooling ground. The sun is approaching the horizon and the shadows of the pine trees are long and dark. There is a path that leads through the forest that will take you back down, but you are content to lie here for now, absorbing the last of the sunlight. Your whole body aches, but it feels good. It comes from having pushed yourself further than you thought possible and achieving something extraordinary. As you stare into the endless blue of a vast sky, your muscles relax, your breathing slows, and you begin to feel yourself getting tired. Now the day is coming to an end, you begin to appreciate how far you have come. You've learned about the mountain, you've climbed higher than the birds saw, and you've seen the world from a different perspective. It's a beautiful place and you are grateful to have made it safely. You're tired now. But 
The sun is slowly slipping fast away. The forest is getting darker, and the mountain is getting colder. You know you need to find shelter before it's too late, but you don't want to leave the mountain top. You enter the edge of the forest and lean against an ancient pine. Its trunk is surprisingly warm, and you hope you wake to see the sunrise across this beautiful landscape. As you think of the next day, your body feels heavy and tired. Close your eyes and drift away, awaiting your next adventure. Thank you.